am excited to be here. I am excited to have you here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And I've been checking everything that you have going on. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she has some wonderful things. And I just love to talk about them. So first of all, make sure I get your name correct because I don't want to keep calling you Miss Maple. <laughs> You're like, how old am I? Let's, come on, man. That's, that's what we do down south. <laughs> Look, I was just like, okay, I'm reading your name. I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm going to wait till she come on and make sure because I don't... <laughs> Like, my name is Sasha, and then people butcher my name sometimes. So it's just like, so how do you pronounce your name? So it's Uche. Uche. Okay. Yes. Uche. I was right halfway. How do you pronounce the, your real, the whole thing? Though? The whole name. Uche yeah. Anye. Oh, I had it. I was just like, it's oh my really gosh. Okay. Yeah. I said, oh, it got to be Uche One or Uche Anye. It's one of the two. And I'm just like, who had it? But I didn't want to butcher awesome. it. So I said, well, yeah, I'm calling this Maple. <laughs> but thank you so much Uche for being here tonight thank you so much I really appreciate you taking the time to be with our audience and to just let them know about the wonderful things you have going on so there's one question I ask everybody here that it's nothing it's nothing intrusive you don't you don't have to hold on to your seat or anything but I do like to <laughs> I do like to know tell me who is Miss Uche Oh, okay, that's, I can do that. All right, so first and foremost, thank you, Sasha, for having me on here, on your show, on your podcast. Thank this you. is so exciting for me. I am elated and elated and honored that um, that I get to be part of your community. So thank you for that. And all of the amazing, amazing things that you are doing is for us as well. Thank so you. for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to even, you know, that's a question that I that you asked when you do an interview for a job. You know how we used to be like, go through back in the day. <laughs> right. Like I did on this. Right. <laughs> so I'm just going to simply say that um, first and foremost, I am a wife of 20 years this year. Congratulations. Um, I have two amazing boys. Thank you. I'm from East Texas. I give a shout out. East Texas, Tyler, Nacogdoches, Texas. <laughs> and um, went to Prairie View, HBCU. And, you know, I'm just really, really passionate about making sure that everyone is becoming more financially independent, more fin having more financial freedom, and really understanding how we can have a better life. Mm -hmm. You know, especially with all, everything, let's, besides the last two years, right, even before that, we know that, um, as African-Americans, that there has just been a struggle for us, period. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm just really on a mission to make sure that, you know, each one reach one, each one teach one, that, you know, we are helping each other to gain that fi uh, financial literacy yeah. so that we can help each other rise and thrive and we no longer going to survive. Oh, right. And that's, 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 that's just, that's just my, my mind space right now. You know, mm -hmm. I, was, I retired last year at the age of 44. Ooh, ooh, 22 years yeah, in corporate America. <laughs> and, um, and it's just so much, there's no reason why we're not creating our own economy, our mm -hmm. own cash flow with our natural gifts and abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, and that that's, that's my mission is to help others be able to create the life, the abundance life that they want to live. 
I love that. I love it when you said that, you know, it's about thriving and not no longer surviving. A lot of times, it, and a lot of us have been there where we're surviving, we're working. It's that pay to pay, you know, payday to payday. It is, you know, money come in, money goes out. And that financial literacy is something that a lot of the households didn't really teach or even understand to teach because it was such a cycle of, we're going to just keep surviving. We got to survive, you know, and live that way. And now that we are in this moment where, you know, a lot of us are flourishing, a lot of us are sharing how we're flourishing and we see this, this rise, you know, again, I mean, and it's, it's been there before, you know, there's always oppositions, but when we overcome those oppositions and then it's like, okay, here we are, bam, ready to knock down the door. Like, yo, you gotta accept us too. And what we're doing. So that's one thing that I really, really love because um, you have so many things when I was looking at your bio and looking at your website and lurking and, you know, just checking out things and getting yeah, familiar. Right. And, um, you know, it's, I love what you stand for because, you know, for me as well, I'm a business strategist too. And I really do believe in how you bring in those skill sets to what you do. So, Tell me a little bit about how you work with like your career and business strategies. How do you merge the two when you're working with your clients? Listen, you know what? That is a good question <laughs> <laughs> because it's twofold, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, so I started out as a career coach simply because in the STEM field, I'm an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, it was so many women leaving the field to go be, do something different. Like either they went to go, you know, become teachers mm -hmm. or educators, which is great, but we go to school for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and they were leaving at such a high rate. And I didn't, I didn't like that. I wanted us to be able to secure a seat at the table mm -hmm. where we were impactful. Right. And um, so my mission at that time was to help, like a thousand women, mm -hmm. and I do this now as mentoring, is to help a thousand women gain the confidence mm -hmm. to know that they have everything they need, no matter what anyone tells them, <laughs> to be a leader in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And when, as I was coaching them, I began to realize too, because I would coach them on how they would have to pitch to make more money. Mm -hmm. And we know if you haven't worked for anyone, there's still an app. There's a ceiling that, that you can't make this much money, right? And I begin to see like, oh my gosh, I'm teaching them how to pitch and, and to say that they're worthy, but they got everything they need. Mm -hmm. So why not teach on how you can create a new stream of income with what you already got, where now you don't have a cap. Mm -hmm. And now it's unlimited. The only cap is you. That's right. Love it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how I was able to merge both of them is, okay, yeah, we're going to make sure you straight here. Yeah. But here, this is going to be everlasting. And we're going to make sure that it is unlimited and you now have options mm -hmm. and you're not going, you're no longer overwhelmed or disgruntled or angry or frustrated in what you're doing. Because when you have options, you have the liberty to choose and you can have the freedom 
that you desire. Yes, yes. I that makes sense. That's okay. Oh, I, I love that. I love it. I just love all of that because, you know, and in, in when you're taking, making, helping them make that transition, especially really in, embedding in them the fact that, you know, you could do this on your own and be very successful. You don't have to worry about somebody writing your check or you have to go to somebody and say, look, I need to take this week off for vacation time or anything. You know, you can really enjoy the freedom of entrepreneurship and business and being a business owner full time. You know, it's not just like the profits, but it's just the overall growth and the freedom of it as well. And um, so what would you say would be the um, one of the transitions like for some of the people that you have worked with and they're like, you know, I'm ready to do this great resonation that we're in right now. Right. <laughs> and I want to, you know, transition into, you know, a business. And so one of the things I find some people forget that those skills that you work so long and so hard want to build that professional statement is still a big part of you because a lot of it is your giftings. So how do you help people make that transition and really shift that mindset? And that's exactly what it is. Um, you know, one, of, one, one part of the curriculum is the mindset mm -hmm. where they're going from an employee to a to an entrepreneur mindset shift okay and it is it's a huge you know it is it's impactful let me say that simply because um i guess we never know the programming mm -hmm. that you've been under yeah. until you're no longer under it okay and now that you have the freedom to think and choose you we still you're still operating as if you don't mm, that's good so it's it's a reprogramming mm -hmm. it's in every decision that you make right because one thing we know in the workplace is that you get rewarded for not for not failing even though they said fail forward all that stuff yeah you get rewarded for not failing and you get reprimanded if that's good. Whereas in entrepreneurship, you want to fail forward. You want to fail early yeah. so that you can, and often, so that you can make the necessary changes and adjustments mm -hmm. when you go out again. Because the more you fail, mm -hmm. the more time you can adjust and the more quickly you can come back and do things the right way. Yes, that's good. And I like that you said that because a lot of times people and entrepreneurs, they will fail in something. Some of them will dust themselves off and get back up, like you mentioned, and make the adjustments. Then you have some that say, well, nah, this didn't work. Let me go ahead and do something different. Or this didn't work. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just be an employee again. I'm, I'm just throwing in the towel. So when you, um, sorry, my foot was itching. But sorry. <laughs> but when you, um, you know, when you're faced with that as a strategist and people have that, you know, that limiting belief when it comes to it. You know, and like you said, it is the reprogramming. You know, do you find that often with people or do you find like a lot of times you have those go-getters and they're just ready to say, look, we're going to do this and just show me the way and they're on it? Yeah, it's, I think it's, so the go-getters are the ones, and if you think about it, the ones who, who are ready to leap are the ones who are fed up. Mm. It's easy to leave a place when you're frustrated, right? Yeah. And when you don't feel appreciated, it's easy to do that. So they're the ones usually running. Mm -hmm. The ones who is comfortable, but they know they need to do something. 
it takes more time for them to believe in themselves mm -hmm. that they can actually do it. You know, what I tell people all the time is when you work hard on your job, mm -hmm. that's cool. You know, it's a great way to make a living. Mm -hmm. I think um, John Maxwell or one of them said this, but when you invest in yourself, that's where you want to be mm -hmm. because then you can make a fortune. And mm -hmm. I don't think people understand that shift is, I think the biggest thing is that they're not used to investing in themselves, mm -hmm. Yeah. right? Because they are comfortable with the company investing in them. But when you need to invest in yourself, you don't, it's as if you don't know if whether or not the investment is worth you to be successful. Right. And that's the shift is learning to invest in yourself not only for what you for where you are today but for who you're going to be tomorrow and that's the thing is that they don't we don't look we have been trained not to look forward mm -hmm. and as an entrepreneur you know yeah. this as a strategist yeah we have to look forward five years mm -hmm. so that we can make the necessary steps to get where we need to be because that also includes the investment that you have to make mm -hmm. to help for other people to teach you how to get to the level that you're trying to get. And if we're not looking forward and we're always looking at where we are, mm -hmm. that's always going to be difficult for us to traverse in where we're trying to go. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, 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 that's that's wonderful. I love the way you put that. So let's talk about the program a little bit more. And so what does LEAP? Because I know that leap can be in so many different ways. You know, we can leap forward, we can leap through faith, all that stuff. But you have it as an yeah. acronym as well. So tell me about what does leap stand for, and the overall. We've kind of touched on some things, but you know, the overall mission and and how long the program is and all that good stuff that comes with it. Yeah, thank you for asking that. So um, essentially, you know, the program itself is called the Leap Business Accelerator, um, and I, I I don't. You know how you coin certain things. Um, LEAP stands for being able to um, lead. I get I'm sorry because I get really passionate yeah. about about um, what it is, but it means to um, lead forward, mm -hmm. lead forward in your business. It means to be able to um, express empathy okay. because as the CEO in your business. You're going to be able. To, you're going to have to be able to empathize with the people that work for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Um, the um, A stands for being able to assert your authority, because mm -hmm. just because you are showing empathy doesn't mean that you don't show your authority right. in your business. And then the P stands for being purposeful. That whenever we're doing something, we need to have a purpose with it. Yes. I believe those are the four pillars mm -hmm. in terms of today being a leader in your business mm -hmm. it's not what it was two years ago it's not even what it was a year ago those are the the four pillars that we one of the things that i teach in the program is so that because now being a leader in your business is changing yeah how you lead is changing it's transformation with so many things you have to do now in your business and those are just four of the pillars that i teach but in addition to that, a way for us to be, a way for us to be able to harness when we leave. We also do like an assessment where you get to find what your superpowers are. 
Okay. Like early today, I was teaching um, the cohort in it right now. Mm -hmm. And what I tell people is that, you know, when you're able to know your strengths mm -hmm. and you know your superpower, when people compliment you, Sasha, what do we normally do when people compliment us? Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. I stand in you it and it. you accept it. Yeah. Because as a result of doing that, you able to attract the clients and the people you want, you need to attract, yes. right? Because that's attractive to them. Right. Right? So we teach that so that I teach that so that you can stand in it mm -hmm. and be able to accept it and be able to confess it mm -hmm. when people are giving you that compliment Ooh. and you know how to be, you know how to say it and stand in it and smile while you're doing it so that you're going to be able to attract the right people you need in the business mm -hmm. that you have. So those are some of the those, and then of course the mindset, and then we talk about how to be able to thrive in it as well. Mm -hmm. But it's it essentially um, I'm going to be launching again this fall. It's going to be a 12 week program. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was like a three a four day immersion day okay. where we're really going to be digging in deep. Like I said, I'm also you know I call I tell people I'm the push coach, uh -huh. so I get people they don't like me like oh my gosh, Luce, oh my gosh. But you need a revelation and a transformation. Oh yes, yes. Right. If you're, if you would, if you are doing something and you're the same, mm -hmm. you have an experience. When mm -hmm. you work with me, you are going to have an experience. Your life will never. I'm gonna say ever. Never ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but that's the goal: is yeah. to make sure that you, your vision of your business is coming to life. Yeah. So that it's not not only are you become you're gaining financial independence and financial freedom but then you are going to be changing and impacting the lives of others mm -hmm. with your natural god-given gifts and abilities you and know, you're doing it with ease you're doing it with ease that's that's amazing i'm just sitting here smiling and so overjoyed over here because this whole conversation i mean like it's doing something for me like you're really you know how sometimes when you meet people and you have that like-mindedness and you know, everything that you're saying and you're talking about is just so refreshing to hear because a lot of times you hear so many different dialogues out there when it comes down to business. But one thing I really like the fact that you incorporate in those pillars, the main thing is leadership because a lot of times people, they look at themselves as a business owner and just, or as an entrepreneur, but your service, especially if you're a service provider, you are a leader, you know, you are leading people. If you are a coach in whatever aspect that you're in, you're not just managing, you're leading people. And so I think when people understand that leadership component versus managing, they will understand how much more to have the empathy towards what they do, not just for people that work for them, but even clients or even customers or, you know, just your overall followers or anything like that, you understand the science behind it all so much better. So that's why I just smile so much when you're talking because I'm just like, I'm leaning in. I'm just like, oh my gosh, she is, we got to stay connected. <laughs> that's all I'm thinking. Like, we got to stay connected. And, um, but it's very, very, I love it. And, and just owning that, you know, owning your superpowers. And I love that. And you just accept it and say, oh yeah, they call you the push coach. And like, I was teetering the thing. Like I had uh, one person that knew me and they've been on the show and it was just like, girl, you just a business goat. You like, they always know I'm the go-to person for all business questions, everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And I've been kind of like 
you know, I'm going to use that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stand in that entrepreneur queen. And the way she said it and everything, a business girl, I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. But then I kind of like, and I, I admit, I kind of shied away from it because I was like, is that too bold? You know, I had to ask myself that. But I'm just like, nah, you need to go ahead and just apply that because that's how people seen you all these years. It, yeah. You know what? We, I'm not going to say this person's name, but they call themselves the number one motivational speaker in the world. Uh-huh. They call themselves that all the time, even when they won the number one. <laughs> and I remember talking to someone, it was like, but they're the number one motivational speaker in the world. I was like, no. They started putting that out there. Yeah. And now, by default, mm. right, 20, 25 years later, now people are saying that. Because sometimes, listen, we just got to, you got to toot your own horn on where you're trying to be in the future. Oh, yeah. So that's, mm. that's you know, when I when I first started, my tagline was number one leadership and personal development coach. Okay. And I will say I was apprehensive. Mm. But once I stood in my strengths, I was like, you're a leader. You can lead the heck out of anybody. <laughs> Teach people how to be leaders. You better stand in that. Yes. Because if you don't, who will? And you just push me. So I'm gonna stand in that that title they gave me. I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all hear that, right? Y'all hear that. Y'all about to see this everywhere for real, for real. I have gotten permission from the push coach to make sure I stand in it, you guys. So and just let them know. Yeah, I was. I was very apprehensive about it. I was just like, uh yeah, maybe a little too bold. Well, nah, okay, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it. It's going to be all about marketing. And what I love about it is that you're now taking ownership of it because it starts to change how you even converse Yeah. and how you even show up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, especially when someone's reading that introduction, what was it? They called you the what? The business what? They had two names, the entrepreneurial queen and the business goat. <laughs> When people read that Bible, like, we got the entrepreneurial queen coming up. You get like, oh, mm-hmm, that's right. You changed a little bit. <laughs> right? I'm going to do that. It changes how you show up. It so those, those, especially if someone, someone gave me that name to push coach. I didn't come up with it. Yeah. And especially that's how people see you. Yeah. And, and if you're comfortable with it, rock it. You got people calling themselves the Airbnb goat. Yeah. 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 It's so many different names out here. It's. <laughs> is wow but yeah so thank you for that and so and one of the other things i mean i had took some notes on you i was just like oh she got some lovely things and i love the fact i know kind of spin back a little bit with your former career life with you being an engineer i just wanted to make mention i love the fact that you were you know really encouraging women in stem because that's a lot of things like over the years people especially minority women and people had really been pushing that, you know, those programs. But it seemed like it kind of faded a little bit as far as all the talk about it. So I do commend you for, you know, having that mission and really leading women in that. And then I love the fact, I just want to make sure I give you a kudos, that you retired at 44. You know, so you got people still working out here, you know, until their actual retirement age. But to do that at 44 years old, and to own that, like you are right now, that is yes. phenomenal. So I just want to definitely give you your hand clap, your roses, your kudos for that, because not so many people can say they do that. You know, it, the list is growing, but at the same time, to say that you're a full-time entrepreneur in doing that, that is phenomenal. Yes. Well, you know what's interesting is, so last year, at the in January of 2021, 
we actually, me and my husband, we were planning, because we do, we have a lot of different business. Mm -hmm. And we actually planned for him to retire mm -hmm. at the end of 2020. Mm -hmm. And that was the plan. Mm -hmm. But things happened, and it ended up being me. And I do believe this. If we had never planned it or said it, mm -hmm. it never would have happened. Yeah. Because you take the necessary steps, right? Yes. In terms of, of things that you want to do. Again, when people say, well, you know, I planned this. Oh, I had this goal and life opened up for me. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you did do that, but you were able to be intentional because when those opportunities came up, mm -hmm. you knew that you needed to move in that direction yeah. because it fit your overall goal. Mm -hmm. So make sure you confess what your, your dreams are. Oh, yeah. It comes true. It does. It does. What you think, what you see here, it does, you know, manifest when you're being intentional and setting those intentions with it. You have to be. And, um, you know, and I just want to just thank you so much. But I did see a fun fact because we're going to go ahead and try to close out in a little bit and keep our time. But I saw what I thought was a fun fact. So tell me about your, your engineering experience when your first engineering experience. What was it? <laughs> it was in your bio. Would you? Would you took what did a, it say? You, you took a part of a TV at eleven or something. It says something. What? Your first experience with engineering was when you took oh, a part of so, the back yeah, of the TV. Right, so, okay. <laughs> I can't believe that's in my bio. Okay, so, <laughs> so okay, so what Sasha's referring to is that. Um, when I talk again, when I talk about your what your natural strengths are, right? Mm -hmm. Growing up, there are things that we did naturally that either you got praised or reprimanded. Mm -hmm. I got reprimanded a lot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> because I would take apart TVs and try to reverse engineer it. So, <laughs> because you know back then transformers was in as a you're kid, right. So. <laughs> So I would try to reverse engineer it into something else. So, uh, but that was like my first experience seeing like capacitors, seeing mm -hmm. the tubes, because they were the big tubes, mm -hmm. and being able to like, not really having tools. All I had was like a screwdriver or <laughs> a Phillips. Uh -huh. <laughs> and and that was like my experience mm -hmm. in terms of just um, with engineering. Now I would work on TVs that were broken and try to figure that out. But that's when, I think for me, thinking back, that was probably like the very beginning for yeah. engineering for me. I, I remember getting like My Little Ponies uh -huh. and throwing them up on the roof to see if they'll fly down. Remember they used to have a My Little Ponies that flew. So. Right, they had little wings. <laughs> so they never flew, so they was always stuck they on stuck the, the top. <laughs> So I quit getting, they quit buying me my little ponies. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah, so for me, it was, girl, take this TV out of the backyard, go play with it. So that mm -hmm. was, just thinking that that was like my experience um, with engineering growing up. And it was just, from there, it just, it was, it was just always in, in the stars for me to go to that yeah. path. And I, and it was it's been a heck of a ride ever since. I loved it. That's wonderful. And one of the things that, even though we were laughing and having a good time with that story, but one of the things that I picked up on was the fact of, you know, when you talked about your natural abilities and your giftings, and, you know, you said that Transformers were out at that moment, you know. But a big part of what you're doing is transforming lives. So it with, you know, from that, that limited mindset, 
of, you know, you don't have to be an uh, employee for the rest of your life. No, you can start a business. You can have a six-figure business. You could take it to infinity and beyond. You know, just you could go far as you're going to allow yourself to go. But for you to want to transform that TV into something else, but you end up doing that with people and business. You know, that was like, that was the one thing that I really touched on. Because a lot of times we can't, we, we have things that we do. And we never hone in on these things that we do that comes natural to us, you know, whether you're kids or however, and it's just out there and you say, oh, you don't understand why you do what you do. But when you start to see how your life starts to come together around those gifts and those talents, and you really do something with it, then you're actually walking into your purpose, like you said, with the, the pillars and, um, and and really exerting yourself and going forth and empathy and all the other good stuff. So I love how your life just circles your everything that you do. You know, it's like you're pouring yourself into it. And so really thank you for that. So just to kind of before we close out, I would like to say if there's any advice you can give to anyone that's watching out here, um, go ahead and just let them know. What is it? You know, um, the biggest advice I will have for anyone who is looking to start a, a business is um, believe in yourself mm-hmm. and it does not have to be perfect yes. okay like it's going to be you're going to make mistakes and it's going to be bumpy but don't stop I, that's that's the biggest thing that's the that's the most advice I give um, clients mm-hmm because they have a tendency to stop because it is not perfect. And I always go back to any business, any social media platform that you've ever been involved with. If you remember, they're even now they're still making changes and updates because that's the whole point is to change it, to shift it and to correct it. So that's that's the biggest ones. Believe in yourself. Don't stop when it gets hard and difficult. And have a support system there so that you can't push you, you got other people that do. Oh, that's wonderful. That's so wonderful. And I see some comments. I'm going to throw some comments up here. We can just laugh one good time. Somebody said, Oh, talking about your little, <laughs> your little pony. <laughs> Ari said, <laughs> with the glitter tail. But then he also had to add, I guess he had. He had G.I. Joe's. So he was trying to figure out what the Kung Fu grip was with that. But, <laughs> but yes, but as you can see, you guys, you know, we can be business owners and still have fun and, and laugh and, and have a good time. And that makes things go by easier a lot. But Well, I mean, that's the point, right? Mm-hmm, it is. You know, you have to live and live through your entrepreneurial journey as well. And so, everyone, I have all of Uche's information up here. The, her her actual website is in the description of this this post that will be posted later. But you can follow her on, on all her social media platforms are listed up here. And, and also, go to her website. And if you are starting a business, go and join her program. You have already heard some of the wonderful things that she is, will do for you to make sure she's going to push you forward and make sure you have all the tools and resources and everything there is that she gives in her program that you can have. And so, Ms. Uche, thank you so much for being with us tonight. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. It was so amazing and wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you just for putting me on the platform. I definitely appreciate that. 
Thank you, welcome. So if you stand by for one second, and then I'll be right back with you in, in a moment. All right, everybody. I hope that you really enjoyed tonight's interview. This We came back with a bang, you guys. We came back <clears throat> with an absolute bang for our second season. So Miss Uche, she didn't know she was the first one up for our second season. <laughs> but if you are out there, you're a business owner, if you are creative, if you have something that you want to talk about on this show, definitely for an interview, email us at according to, that's the number two, Sasha, S-A-C-H-A, at gmail.com. The information is right here on the screen. Definitely reach out to us. If you're interested in being a show sponsor, reach out to us as well. And then we're doing something. We're going to add something to our show sponsors as well. If you have an in-kind sponsorship, if you have a product or service, I'm doing giveaways this second season. So if you want to throw in something as a part of you know promoting your business with our platform, yeah, definitely. We could talk about it and see what we could do in the giveaway. And that's another way of putting yourself out there in front of other people and increasing your target audience. And so, once again, I really do appreciate you guys that have watched tonight. I appreciate everybody that's going to watch to come or you're going to listen. Thank you so much for everything. And this is going to be it for tonight. But remember to command your day and be great in everything you do. Bye, you guys.